2019, coming in hot. The year of the pig. We had a period where we weren't we weren't posting anything for a long for like a couple good few weeks. Yeah, like two weeks. You know, Darren and I just needed to take a little a little mental break. And I, f- I left all my files in Boston. That's really the, what, what I was thinking. <laughs> is that you, you left all your files in Boston. And the way this podcast works is I record all my stuff on my end. Jake records his stuff separately on his end. And when uh, one of us doesn't have the files to send to the other one, then um, we could just post an episode of... Uh, one of us responding to the other one, but I don't think that would make a very good podcast episode. Plus, we, we needed a little mental break. It was the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people who listen to podcasts probably are busy as well. They're probably not listening to podcasts on uh, on the holidays, so I don't think exactly. they Exactly. too much. We just, we wanted to take a little mental break so that we could come back at you better than ever, and yeah. now we're back. Better than ever, which honestly, that's still a very low bar. Yeah, it's it's a pretty low bar that uh, that because we took a break because we took what a week break or two week break before before this other break and then we posted one in between i think and then we were on another break again because we took a break for thanksgiving because we, we were on a break we're on a break uh, uh, i want to get mad and whisper i don't want to yell because i have roommates in their home right now so uh, i'm having flashbacks to the time that we performed fight club as the cast from friends Oh yeah, and my directing teacher, that was a directing <laughs> project, and my directing pe- teacher watched the whole thing. The class was laughing pretty hard, and I was like, yeah, this project sucks, so I had fun with it. And that's what the director, te- the directing teacher told us. He was like, have fun with it. He was like, this project might not be fun, but if you want, just have fun with it. Have as much fun as you can. That's really all you should do as a director. He watches that, and then he goes... Uh, um, listen, there's a difference between doing work and just fucking around with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you gave it, <clears throat> you said have fun, so I fucked around with my friends, and this project was weird. For those of you who don't know, Darren was tasked with recreating the scene from Fight Club, and, uh, we had old friend of the show, Ryan, I mean, I say we, but it was really Darren's project, it was Ryan and I and our friend Ileana... We all went over to Darren's house. He promised us food. There really wasn't any. Was uh, there? Didn't I get you guys food? No. There. Uh, maybe not that time. No. I'm and pretty then, good about feeding people who do that stuff, though. He couldn't get his GoPro to work, so he couldn't film it. So we just filmed our rehearsal, and then we had to come back another day. Well, no, no. The rehearsal was different. Because I, I think I told you that from the beginning. I was like, you guys will have to record this rehearsal... Uh, Jake, we've found out on previous episodes of this podcast that your memory is not as good as you think it is. When has my that ne- ever my happened? It's not as bad as I think it is. Together, Darren and I perfectly estimate our memories on yeah, average. You ask when has that happened because your memory isn't very good because <laughs> you can't remember. <laughs> you say that because you can't remember because your memory isn't very good (laughs) oh yeah and that's another aspect of this you jake always wants me to believe that my memory isn't very good darren (laughs) that's not true i just want you to think you're terrible at everything he spends most of his time (laughs) gaslighting me and making me feel like if you think that you're better than me you'll run off and start a new podcast with someone cooler than me and i can't have that happen (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know anybody. You're my, well, you're not even really my friend. You're just a person that I podcast with. I, like, Jake and I don't like each other. We just pretend to whenever we record. I have honestly never pretended to like you when we recorded. That might be true. 
But okay, so I guess I'll lower that to we respect each other's opinions. We don't like each other, but we can respect each other's opinions unless the movie is Halloween. Exactly. And also, I want to go back to Darren buying people food because we, Darren, you owe me a burrito. I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there. Yeah, and when we recorded last time, uh, I just had everybody on my dick, baby, <laughs> when I was at... We recorded when we were back, both back in our hometown of Denver, Colorado, or the surrounding towns, 303, baby, and yeah. uh, I went to Jake's house to record. I did tell Jake a while back that I would buy him uh, a, f- uh, a lunch when we recorded and I never got a chance to because we only recorded once while we were back in Colorado and that one time we recorded I just was super busy everybody just wanted to hang out with me so I was like clearing time for Jake which by the way this little appointment I had didn't even pan out to be anything it was just my dad saying hey let's go see a movie and then we I'm as I'm driving he calls me and he's like hey cancel there's too many fucking people at this movie theater. And then uh, <laughs> and then I just went back home. So it was all for naught, Jake. If that makes you feel any worse, it was all for naught. Well, I knew that, but I'm glad that we could share that story with the listeners. Darren, how was your holiday time? It was great. It makes me... The fact that it was so great just makes me miss my hometown even more. Out here in LA, maybe that'll maybe that'll go away soon. But uh, I miss Colorado all the time now. Well, the people there probably miss you too, Darren. I don't miss you being in Colorado because I'm not in Colorado. So no, if you were in Colorado, it'd be the same to me. But yeah, it was good. Uh, do we want, Are we doing a gift count here? Are we doing a gift recap of what we got for Christmas, dude? Uh, sure. Alright, cool. I got a PSVR aim controller, which I may or may not use. Uh, <laughs> but I asked for it, and I got it. Uh, and That's I a got, crazy way to talk about that. I got an Amazon luggage case. I got a sweet Yeti koozie. Um... I got Napoleon Dynamite on Blu-ray. I got a bunch of small toiletries, and I got an electric shaver, and um, a uh, a book on Stan Lee. Nice. I th- yeah. I'll I'll, I'll Kubrick. I'll think of, I'll add more. No, just Stan Lee. Kubrick. Not f- no, and not flat Stan Lee either. Stan Lee. Kubrick. Flat Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Yep, I'll, I'm sure I'll name more as I think of them, but that's those those were the ones that hit my mind uh, just now. All right, I got a water bottle, uh, not a plastic one or like not a disposable one, but like a nice metal one, and it has you screw it off, and there's like a storage space in the bottom. Oh, I got a nice new uh, wallet because I had that flash wallet I was using for like seven years, so I got like a little sleek one. Look at that. Jeez. Yeah. Show the listener. Uh, I did. I don't want them to steal my credit card information, though. Oh, okay. Uh, my mom shrank this shirt that I'm wearing, which is a long sleeve shirt. So now that the sleeves don't... It's kind of like a capri shirt now. The sleeves don't go all the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Does that exist? Is there a such thing as a capri shirt? Uh, if there's not, I'm trademarking it. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, I got a condom from Woody Creek. I don't know what Woody Creek is. Oh, it's a distillery. Um, it's a distillery and they have condoms. On the back it says, it's the wood that makes it good. Huh. That's funny. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I got some books. Oh, my mom gave me this expired prepaid Wells Fargo gift card. Uh, it expired in September 2017, so I had to register it online, and then it says on here that the funds don't expire. You just have to call for a new card. So I called in yesterday, and the lady's like, oh, yeah, well, we actually stopped that program, but I can send you a check. I was like, okay, that's cool. Then I can just put it in my account and spend it on whatever. She's like, yeah, so it'll just take 10 days for that to process, and then just two to three weeks for you to get the check. 
<laughs> I was like, cool. So in about two months, I'm gonna be fifty dollars richer. <laughs> hey, and then fifty dollars richer than me. On the phone, she's like, oh yeah, just sorry, I just need a second. And then she kept apologizing, but it was like a two minute phone call. I was like, no, <laughs> you're really fine. And she's like, no, I'm so sorry about how long it's taking. I was like, please stop apologizing. I think sometimes customer service reps think that apologizing re- repetitively makes it seem like like it's not clear to some and it could be because of abuse from other callers but I think a lot of customer service reps think that apologizing just makes every second they have to apologize for like every 10 seconds they have you wait so that you don't yell at them I think if there's like not something that they're about to say they just apologize it's just like their default if they're not like <laughs> giving you information they're just apologizing like you're just gonna and it's like even if you say no it's cool as if you're just gonna be like no it's cool and then like the next five seconds you're just gonna hit like a wall (laughs) where you're just like (laughs) well it was cool (laughs) (laughs) it was cool now it's not oh i did get one other thing that'll actually tie back into something that we talked about a little bit earlier but my parents gave my brother and i tickets to a denver nuggets game uh and the halftime show was 303. Wait, the band? Yes, the band. <laughs> what? The band who is no- still very popular and relevant today. Well, definitely. obviously. I mean, they're doing Denver Nuggets halftime shows. Okay, so, so... They have to be. They're there pregame, and they keep showing them on camera, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And they keep saying, Boulder Zone, 303. And then they're like... One of them, I guess, took like a free throw before the game to try to donate money to charity. Missed it. And All missed? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's he... a bad start. <laughs> so he didn't donate the money to charity then. They, they, they didn't give any money to charity. I think they still missing. donated some, but not as much. Oh, then, what a fucking dick. Then they keep showing them throughout the game. And you're like, okay, cool. Getting, I'm getting excited for this. I mean, I wasn't. I don't care about 303, but whatever. And then at halftime, they come out, and they're, they don't play any instruments. They just sing, and they have, like, shitty effects on their voices, and they're, like, walking down the stairs like they're a fucking WWE wrestler. <laughs> and they get on, like, on the court, and they sing for literally five minutes. It was, like, a, a mashup of three of their most popular songs. And then it just ended. And it's like, is this really... It just sort of ended. Yeah. So it was no song that you were no one song that you were familiar with, but a mashup of three songs that they were that you were well, familiar with. Yeah, I mean, I knew uh, it was like my first kiss went a little like this. It's, that song features Kesha. They did the Helen Keller song, but they didn't sing the Helen Keller part. The one recognizable part to that song. Well, because that's deemed offensive now. I think it was offensive at the time. I remember my middle school teacher coming into my classroom, my middle school science teacher coming into the classroom day. She's like, I just heard this song on the radio, and it's fucked up. She didn't say fucked up, but we knew what she meant. Do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. And then the last thing was they kept showing their picture on the Jumbotron, and they kept saying, Boulder Zone 303. And one of the dudes was wearing a goddamn New Mexico shirt. (laughs) (laughs) like the new mexico state flag oh so not like a team from new mexico or no like (laughs) wow well that explains why they're not relevant to us anymore no i think it's just because their music isn't that good and they kind (laughs) of peaked yeah i mean that was that was uh yeah i could have seen that from a mile away even when they were out i was like um I'm not sure I'm super in I'm super into 303 but everyone else is and it's making them happy so I'm just going to just shit this one out and um and let it be. Uh, okay. So the guy who was wearing the New Mexico shirt was born in Nebraska. So whatever, man. Well, they, they well, who's the wh- where's the other guy from? Boulder. Oh, so at least he's from Boulder. But I mean, they with... like they met in Boulder and they formed their band in Boulder. Yeah, but it's hard to say that it's Boulder's own. I mean, yeah, you can say one of them is from Boulder, but like, 
I mean, I don't know. I guess, yeah, one of them is from Boulder, so maybe that makes the band from Boulder? I don't know. I don't really know what constitutes a band being from some somewhere anymore. Now I mean, I this podcast this. is from Denver, right? Um, no. I've always thought of this as an inter- as a national podcast. Well, we began, we recorded our first episodes, and we had our first ideas in Denver. And then we're we both from branch, Denver. We just got hella busy and branched out, fool. Yeah. That's what we did, dog. Uh, anyway, should we talk about movies? Oh, wait, I have one more thing I want to talk about. I do, too. Okay, I'll go first, because mine's quick. I bought this nectar drink at the store the other day, and I don't know if it's going to be good. Soursop. Yeah, it's called Soursop. It's from Goya. They make really good nectars. Uh, in Spanish, it's... Guanabana. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like something you would hear in the Moss Eisley Cantina. So, I'm about to taste it and see if it's any good. A guanabana. It's pretty good. Kind of weird tasting. You know what? The more I taste it, the less I like it. Okay. Anyway, your turn, well, what Darren. Would you, what would you give it out of 10? Well, I'd give it like a 7 cuz it's got it's kind of a weird flavor but it's like it's really smooth you know and it doesn't it doesn't attack the esophagus as you swallow it as some drinks do so could you could you compare the flavor to that of anything else or is it or is it completely its own flavor it's kind of grapey it's like mostly grape with just a little tiny bit of hey don't talk about him He's kind of grapey. Kind of... Hmm. With a little bit of pineapple, I'd say. <laughs> you just... You you sniffed that out, and you were not into <laughs> that, that bit whatsoever, were you? Well, it's good. I'm glad that we are... Um, what'd you give it out of ten again? Seven. You know seven? what? Okay. It's not as bad as I said. I'd give it like a seven and a half. It's I better thought, than it. Yeah. See, I thought... <laughs> I thought you so you'd rather drink that than go see the movie it. Yeah, I'd rather drink these 9.6 fluid ounces than watch the entire movie it right now. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. Um uh I've I'm glad we're having this conversation because I have always, you know, since we're Snickles, we're Snickles movie cast sometimes, but we're really Snickles podcast. And our title itself doesn't really lend it, it's not really about movies in general we just happen to review movies i think we could branch out into a podcast that is just a general reviewing podcast where we review everything including well i Goya. did review that donut that one time so yeah and i like that i'm into that and i think we should keep doing that all right well maybe you should bring something to the table to review homie okay i will <laughs> Darren just looked around, realized he lives in an entirely empty apartment with only a laptop and a microphone. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is the closest thing to the truth that you've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very sad because I'm not really joking. Uh, Jake, um, so I started walking with WAG because I need more money. Because I need more money. And I need more money. So, um, I, uh, I started in Denver after, like, a long trial and error process of, like, you know, missing emails about background checks and stuff and, like, all these, like, safety tests. Anyway, I start doing it. My first walk is in Denver. Or it's in Lakewood. Right by, it's literally my friend's neighbor from, like, his his parents' house. It's a house across the street. Jared, what are you doing? One. It's real loud. Oh, I don't know. I didn't change anything. Oh. Um, I thought you were... I could lean back, I guess. No, sorry. Um, sorry, Darren. Sorry. Anyway, it's a house across the street and one down from my friend's parents' house. Uh, so, I, it's my first walk. I sign up. Um... My stepmom is like, here, I'll lend you my car. 
so that you can get there quicker. So I do, I drive her car, I get there, garage doors open, and then in the instructions on the app, because WAG is an app for dog walkers to come home when the owners aren't home so that they can go walk the dogs. Um, anyway, uh, in the app it says uh, the door is unlocked, and then it doesn't really say anything after that. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, I walk, I come to the house, the garage door is open. So I'm like, all right, I'm still going to try the front door. I'm not, I, I ring the doorbell. No one answers. So I'm like, okay, no one's home. I'll just walk in. I, I open the garage door because it's unlocked. I come in, I'm like, hello, hello. And then I'm like, okay, no one's home. So I'm going to look around, find these dogs. And as I'm finding the dogs, I hear footsteps come around the corner. I'm like, oh, someone is home. So I poke my head around the corner and I wave and that's when I see a completely naked woman who covers herself up, screams, and then goes into like a closet or something before going, are you here to walk the dogs? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here with WAG. Uh, and she's like, oh my God, my husband must have ordered you. I, uh, I didn't know. And I was like, yep, that's okay. And then so she gets on like a cocktail dress and then like uh, like um, grabs the dogs for me, leashes them up, everything tells tells me about the walk and everything. We have a great walk. It's an hour. I come back. Garage doors closed this time. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well, I need to return these dogs. I ring the doorbell. No one comes. So I like look around the house. I'm like, can I just put them in the backyard or something? I go back up to the front door, I knock on the door, the husband comes to the door, and he looks pissed. <laughs> like, he was definitely told, and I have a bag of shit in my hands, of dog shit in my hands, and he just, like, looks at the at the dog shit, and he's like, the closest trash is next to the truck, have a nice day. <laughs> and then, like, I put it in there, and then I left. Later, I call my friend, and I'm like, hey, do you know those people? And my friend's like, yeah, dude, that girl used to, like, wash her Harley in her bikini, like, all the time. That girl is so hot. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, But it just seemed a little weird that I, after I walked in and said, hello, hello, no one (laughs) said anything. And then I see a naked woman. Darren, I do have one follow-up question. What? Was she so hot? She was. She looked good. She looked very. Good. <laughs> she did look very good. She was a very attractive woman. Um, but yeah, I mean, not necessarily the point, but just that's what happened to me doing wag, you know, last week. And it was great. I got five stars and a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet that that wife was wishing that she could get a tip or... Wait. <laughs> she wanted you to give her five... Wait, hold on. There's something here, Darren. Uh, I I don't follow. I don't follow what you're trying to aim at here. Um, what are you trying to say? Uh, I don't know, man. Let's talk about movies. All right, Jake. I assume I'm gonna make an assumption of what you've of one movie you've seen over this break because it's been wild and it's been blowing up my my. Uh, I know what you're gonna say. You know what I'm gonna say already. Did you see it? Did you see it? No, Darren. I'm too scared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, right, I well. listened to it, but I had a blindfold on the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I was working on a joke. Where, like, they, in the, okay, it's Bird Box. Yeah, it's Bird Box. Uh, I'm about to spoil something. Jake has had a blindfold on this entire podcast. I'm working on a joke where, like, they showed it to test audiences, but they showed the monster, but the whole test audience killed themselves. And that's why they (laughs) cut that scene from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Did that happen? Or is that a... 
No, that's just a joke. No, the whole test audience didn't actually kill themselves, Darren. That would be great press for that movie. That would be amazing. Imagine The that. movie's so scary, an entire <laughs> audience killed themselves. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine hearing about that. Do you think that would increase or decrease sales? That would, that would increase through the roof. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be pretty disrespectful to the people who died. But Oh yeah. It'd be great marketing. But that's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, Darren, what did you think of it? I didn't see it. Oh. I was asking you. Um, did you uh, see it? Yeah, I did see it. Yeah, I thought you fucking did, you son of a bitch. So, the, it's by the guy who also wrote Arrival and Lights Out. I'm and probably I would say, going to watch it either tonight or tomorrow. I'd say so it was... spoil. Okay. And we, if you want, we can talk about it next time, too. I mean, I just spoiled a little bit of it. Sorry, Darren. By telling you that... Uh, by telling me that it's written by the same guy who wrote no. Lights anyway, Out and Arrival. It's worse than Arrival and it's better than Lights Out, which is where I would say almost every movie falls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good stuff. I've never seen Lights Out, but I have seen Arrival. And Arrival's pretty good. It's not, it wasn't the best, but it was good. Lights Out is, is pretty is bad. Is it even new? No. Well, that's uh, who directed Arrival, if I'm not mistaken. But he did not write it. It was Eric Herzier something. There's oh, it's a, the guy who wrote it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of R's and S's. Uh, yeah, I mean... Heiserer? Whatever. Uh, I would say it's like a six and a half-ish. Let's talk about it next time, Darren. Okay. I can get cool. more into specific. I've been meaning to watch it, but uh, I'm trying to fucking get a job. So uh, I haven't had too much time to do anything because yeah. I've just been working and stuff. In the holidays, you know. Um, let's see. What what did I... I watched Aquaman. Yeah, let's talk about that. Did you see Aquaman too? Uh-huh. So, uh, beautiful movie. Be- mm-hmm. Very beautiful, beautiful visuals in the movie. Um, DC is taking a step in the right direction, but uh, it, it's like they're just uh, they just with that. Ah, oh God, it's so hard to. Mm, I don't know what how DC is going to end up after that movie because it was just so okay. It was like such a middling uh, superhero movie. One of the most middling superhero movies I've ever seen. I didn't hate it. It was like Venom a little bit. Even though I would... I would... Well, I'll get to that when we rate it, but... Uh, um, I don't know. What did you think, Jake? I thought that it... Yeah, it looked really cool and I thought that there, it was like, of the DC movies, other than Wonder Woman, I'd say it's the first one that has like a clear vision. Because I think I think we've talked about this on the show before, but like, what makes a good superhero movie is not is it not being a superhero movie? It's like Ant Man is a heist movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is like a jail breakout movie. You know, like they. They have their own things with superhero characters. And I feel like having that sort of like royal bloodline whatever feud, that's cool because it's not just Aquaman doing Aquaman shit. And it's way better than Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad. But like, it's the most cliche movie. That's what I'm trying to say, (laughs) yes. Everything in that movie was a cliche. Like, there are so many times where you can listen to the first half of a line and then turn to the person next to you and tell you exactly how that line's going to finish. Yes. Or, like, like the first time that Mira shows up, you're like, oh, they're going to, like, this is, so, this is so obviously the love interest. She's been on screen for half a second, and she's just appeared, and it's so obviously the love interest. Or, like, yeah. And All that shit. Yeah, I mean, maybe that actress is is a, a gorgeous person, 
but like they picked her in that role for that for that reason. Like she there it's Jason Momoa, a gorgeous person. That actress, what is her name? Hang on, I'm gonna look up her name. Um, I think that's that Courtney actress, Cox. Courtney Cox, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, her name is Amber Heard. Jason Momoa, Amber yeah. Heard, two gorgeous people. The most gorgeous people in a movie are going to uh, come together with their uh, with their nipples, and they're going to uh, touch those nipples. And they're going to touch faces. I don't know how love works, but um, it was like even even I watched it with my mom, and like even my mom and my mom's a mom. She's a mom, and she loves everything. So when she came out, she was like, she was like, yeah, that was like really predictable. I was like, yeah, uh, you know, it's predictable when even my mom is saying it. You know. Um. But yes, the fight scenes were great. Like, I don't think they could have done that without... Like, James Wan is a good director. Yeah, I think think the script was bad, and they got a good director to do a good job with the movie. Exactly, yeah. They had a bad script, but they got a good director for it. And James Wan did a really good job with those, like, action scenes, like the the long one-shot fight scenes. Those were great. And there were multiple of them. I think there were, like, three or four of them. Yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, and there's a big epic fight scene at the end that was really fun. Um, but you know exactly what's gonna happen. All of the characters from like under the ocean had very little personality. Yeah, and <laughs> like Willem Dafoe's character <laughs> was just such. He was just kind of there to tell people what was going on. He didn't really have any Yeah, he was there to be, like, the betrayer who, in the end, yeah. did the right thing. And I don't know about you, but, like, from the very beginning, I was like, oh, the mom's not dead. No, the mom's oh, not dead. well, yeah. Well, no, this movie's going to end with him walking down to that pier at sunrise, <laughs> and the mom's not dead. It's because I, I found that out because it was Nicole Kidman. If it wasn't Nicole yeah. Kidman, I would have been like, oh, she could be dead. If it was like any no-name, well, not no-name, but like lower-tiered actress or something. Basically anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. So I was like, oh, they're not going to throw away Nicole Kidman. They're bringing her back. Um, also, I enjoyed uh, Django Fett as his dad. <laughs> that was Django Fett! Yeah, that was Django Fett, dude. That was oh. the second movie. Besides the star... I think he was only in Attack of the Clones, right? Because he died. Yeah. That was the second movie I've ever seen that actor in. I think. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything but those two movies. Yeah. And he must be fucking just rolling in the greenbacks, baby. For real. Um, But I do think it's like putting... I do love pudding. Yeah, I think it's a pudding movie. One of those movies you just sit down, you get yourself a 12-pack, and you just fucking pound pudding the whole time. Just pound that pudding, baby. No, but I do think it's like getting DC in the right direction. I don't know that it's... I mean, it's no... It's no Ant-Man, certainly. (laughs) It's certainly no ant. I mean, is it? Is it okay? So we're 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 making that clear. It is not as good as Ant Man. I mean, the best is movie it as good of all as time. Ant Man in the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> is it as good as Ant Man and the Wasp? The I think I like Ant Man and the Wasp two better. Not the not the Wasp two. Ant Man and the Wasp two. Yeah. Yeah. The, the third one of the, the series. Sequel. I got. We saw yeah. an early screener because we're such big fans. <laughs> yeah. We're such big supporters of the franchise. Not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We could we couldn't give a shit about those movies. But Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp. Well, we've like Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly will not respond to our emails to be on the show. Uh, Michael Douglas has responded with a hard no. Um. And Michelle Pfeiffer, we can't even get into contact with her. So, we don't know. Ironically, Edgar Wright was all over it, but he didn't actually have anything to do with the movie, so... so no, thank no you. no point in even talking to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just I'm just saying, it's, 
it's no ant-man but it's also no suicide squad okay yeah it's that's a good yeah that's a very certainly good, better than suicide squad very good range of how to rank a movie it's not um, better than arrival but it's not worse than lights out well, speaking of ranking now, now I can say what I was gonna about to say uh, compared to Venom. Uh, I thought it was I didn't like it as much as Venom because I thought Venom was not a good movie necessarily. I mean, it had its moments, but like it wasn't predictable, and like a lot of the the, the main storyline was, but at least there was a lot of pers- a lot more personality with like Eddie Brock. And, like, I guess the protagonists had a lot more personality, and then the villain was, like, just horror. kind of ruined the movie. And then the fact that his love interest was just kind of a vehicle for him to get to, from point A to point B. Yeah. But Eddie Brock at least had a lot of personality, and Venom did as well. And that's why I think I like Venom more than Aquaman. I think that, I mean, it's kind of... I don't know, but like from just v- pure visual spectacle, I think that I'd give it to Aquaman because it's just like so beautiful to watch and like some really cool stuff happens. Yeah. Whatever, man. Okay. That's interesting. I don't know that I'd really want to rewatch either of them. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give it on a one to ten? I th- I'm feeling I'm feeling a, f- a five on Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd give it like a six. Okay. So you're digging Aquaman more than me. Yeah. So it's it better it's better than Peppermint. Oh yeah. Okay. Peppermint, no one should watch that movie. (laughs) Uh okay, that's good to know. Um what what else did you see? Did you see anything else? Yeah, I've seen several movies. Oh, I saw The Mule. I don't Did you end up seeing that? No, I didn't see The Mule. Like I said, my dad kept canceling. He canceled twice. He said that time after I left <laughs> your house to go to the movie, he canceled. And then we like 2 days before I went back to LA, he uh he canceled again. Darren, put your other ear earbud in so I can cuz that's the one with the mic on it. Oh. I didn't know that was how we were doing things. All right. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> Isn't that. Isn't that what you talked to me through? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the mic or the headphones. Oh. I can't hear myself. Um, That's fair. Anyway. If, if this works, then this works. The Mule was a fine movie. I'll give it like a six and a half. I don't even really know that I want to talk about it that much. It felt really long. Yeah? Yeah. And like... Okay, I'll talk about it. All right, please there was, do. I mean, you know that uh, Clint Eastwood is a drug mule, and there's this whole subplot where Bradley Cooper is a DEA agent with Michael Pena, and like those yeah. are two actors I like. Okay. And they serve almost zero purpose in the movie other than to be like, oh, we're getting close to getting this mule, so that you're like, oh, no, Clint Eastwood's going to get caught. But also, Clint Eastwood's kind of, like, he's a, a horrible, horrible father. He misses his daughter's wedding. He's, like, never there for his family. He also is overtly is this, racist several times. Is it because, okay, is this because of his, because of his job as a mule? Or is it just he, him being a bad dad? No, he becomes a mule at the, like... In the timeline of his life, at the very, very end, like, as far as the movie goes. Don't spoil it, because I still want to see it. I'm not I'm saying... I'm like not sure if I'm gonna. I'm not saying that he dies. I'm just saying uh, he might die, but, like... <laughs> the, the very... As much of his life as we know, the mule part Fuck is a very gee, small part God of it. God damn it. You just spoiled the whole fucking movie for me. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But he's, like... 90 years old or whatever when he becomes a mule because he wants to get money for his granddaughter so that he can like make up for his past but he's also like overtly racist several times and you're like i don't know if i'm supposed to cheer for this character because he's not a great human kind of a dick yeah (laughs) like if he was my dad i wouldn't be thrilled with it um but like yeah, it's fine. I'd give it like a six and a half. 
I guess. Six. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, let's just blow through some more. I saw Escape Room. Um, I'll throw this out there right now. I'm a fan of the Saw movies. I yeah, we I think we've I think we you've you've yeah. claimed that on. This I'm podcast. sure I have. I'll defend them again. Uh, I like them. And Escape Room kind of scratches that same itch of like just crazy scenarios that people get into. You know Escape Room, right, Darren? I know of the movie. Yeah, I've never yeah. been in an escape room myself, but I would like to go. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't have friends who are as enthusiastic as me. Well, Darren, just fly rooms. out here and we can go to an escape room. Do they do two people escape rooms? I think yeah. you needed more than two people. No. I know an escape room that's maximum two people. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, so just they, fly out here, bro. They make one person escape rooms? That sounds very lonely and I sad. didn't say that. Well, you said maximum two people. So it's I also guess the- minimum of two people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Specify that a little bit sooner. Um, but the movie, these people go to an escape room thinking that it's just they're going to win $10,000 if they escape. And it turns out that they're actually dying. And it's like very similar to Saw in that way, but there's not as much like moralizing to it where it's like you were given life but you didn't appreciate it now you will you know it's <laughs> just it there's less of that and it's like pretty fun up until the very end and then the end is just total garbage really yeah like there's probably three or four times it could have ended and if it had ended the first time I'd be tempted to give it like a six and a half, but honestly, that ending drops it to like a five or so. It's just so, so bad. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you can spoil it if you want. I'll see. I don't really care about this movie too much. Okay, so the whole thing is that like only one person's gonna escape, but then two people escape, but then they're actually gonna kill them because they obviously can't have word about what happened to getting out and then the two people who escape kill the guy and they get out and then they like get to a hospital because they've been injured and then they take the girl back and they're like there's nothing here and she's like no but it was here ah and you're like oh i get it there's gonna be another one where she tries to search for them and then it flashes forward a couple months where the girl and the guy who escaped are talking and she's like, I'm going to go find them, and you're coming with me. I already bought his plane tickets. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. There's going to be another one. And then, <laughs> and there's, a, end. <laughs> and then there's a plane flight uh, where, like, terrible things are happening. And then it zooms out, and it's all a simulation. And then they're like, we'll be ready next time when she comes. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. There's going to be a sequel. And then they like, show... It, does, it still doesn't end? Then, then they show the bad guy on a computer... But it's just like the silhouette of him. And he's like, she's not going to stop us, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, Jesus Christ. And then credits roll. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> we got is it. There a post cre- or is there a mid or post credit scene? I don't that? believe so. Oh, you didn't stay in mind? No. Because that would be hilarious if there was. Oh, my God. One I time. If they. I wonder if one of those scenes was a post credit scene. And... Uh, the studio was like, no one's gonna. St- everyone, this movie isn't good. No one's gonna stay until after the credits for this fucking movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. It seemed like a cash grab on, on the young audiences who like escape rooms. I mean, it was like a fun movie. Like, like I said, it scratched that itch. That whatever. Not a great movie. What are you? What are you giving it? Oh, you, I, you said five, yeah. essentially, before, right? Okay. Um, That's pretty high for how much shit you're putting on it. But, I, like, I had a fun time watching it. Like, you just didn't like I'm the saying. endings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, one time I was at uh, the Mile High Horror Film Festival and with my dad, and we watched this German movie, and there were... Literally three mid-credit scenes that provided twists that totally changed the movie. At the Mile High Horror Festival? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, 
You saw an early screening of this movie? No, a different movie. A German movie. Oh, what was the German movie called? Ah, it's like Night something. Ah. I, I can't remember. Hold on. Fill, fill time, Darren. Um, okay, so I've been working on this film theory about um, Dr. Grant in Jurassic Park. I think that um, it is possible that Dr. Grant is uh, a grieving father, and that is why that he does not want to get close to the children in the movie at first, and then is so quick to um, snap to rescue them when the T-Rex attacks. Um, I'm writing, I, I wrote my first draft about it. I'll post it somewhere. I'll let everybody know on this podcast as soon as it's out. I might post it to the Snickles website. I might post it just on Facebook. I might post it to my own website. I don't know. I might post it to Instagram. I might make a YouTube video about it. I don't know. But I think it's a, I think I'm onto something here with uh, Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, look into it. Watch the movie. Think about it. I'm real close, Darren. Okay, so I gotta film more time. Um, let's see. I saw, I watched this movie, uh, I didn't finish it, though, so this'll be quick. Um, I started watching this movie, um, about Half-Life, about the creation of Half-Life. It's very interesting. I got just up to the end, like the last, I'd say 15 minutes of the movie, and then I had to stop watching it. Um, it was pretty interesting because it's kind of just a legacy that this multi-million dollar company began and then never finished. Uh, it's a documentary and I like video games. Half-Life 2 is one of my favorite video games and it really sucks and hurts to see that we probably will never get an ending to that story. Uh, because Valve just seems very apathetic to release anything continuing it. And I think Jake is ready. Yeah. So when I saw it, it was called On Air, but I guess it's called Radio Silence now. Um, but it's a German horror film where Doc Rock is a DJ. And, I've heard of uh, this movie. I've heard of Radio Silence. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it several times, and I've heard it's outrageous. Yeah. I mean, it's worth, it's worth watching just because it's so ridiculous. This is at Mile High Horror Festival? Yeah. Um, they should just call it Mile High Fright Fest and just get into a legal battle with Six Flags. <laughs> it looks like there's a... English adaptation of it, but I don't know if it's out or there's not very much information on this IMDb page. Let me just say, uh, yeah, but it's just it has the most ridiculous ending, and I want to rewatch it so that I can fully relive it. But it's just crazy. Anyway, I'm glad that Darren got to talk about his fan fiction while I found that. You weren't listening, obviously. <laughs> it wasn't fan fiction. It was Jurassic Park fan fiction. I mean, no, it was a film theory. That's basically a fan fiction, bro. <laughs> of, of, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on how, how you look at it. <laughs> um, definitely a theory uh, about Dr. Grant. Have you seen much, any... I watched Jurassic Park recently, and that's when I realized it. Because of the way that he talks and everything. I wrote it all in this paper, all... all post the paper somewhere at some point i don't know if it's going to be soon or not but some point have i seen what have you seen anything else you want to talk about darren because i have several more things i could go on about um i could but it's not that important so maybe i'll just let you go on no talk about talk. something darren well i, I re the dark crystal on blu-ray it looks really good that movie's fucking insane it's all puppets have you heard of dark crystal i've heard of it i've never seen it uh, it's Jim Henson. Um, it's a sequel to Pan's Labyrinth. To Peen's Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, Topanga's Labyrinth. Uh, 
but yeah, it's it's a good it's it's a it's a really solid movie. Uh, it's just a hero's journey about this little elf boy who's a puppet. Everything is puppets, but there's like so obviously scenes of just a dude who's like co- or a woman who's covered their face and is like wearing like stretchy pants and is trying to play themselves off like a puppet. Because <laughs> like, there's scenes where they're like climbing a wall and I'm like, damn. That is a nimble ass puppet. Holy shit. And uh it's just a person. I don't know if it was a Blu-ray that that cleared that up or I was just ignorant the first time I watched it, but uh yeah, that movie's fucking crazy. It's great. I recommend it. If there's anything we know about Darren, it's that he's ignorant as hell. Oh, and I saw Ghost in the Shell 2.0. I'll rate Dark Crystal if you want. I would probably give Dark Crystal like an 8.5 just because right. it's just very cool to watch. It's it's pretty basic like Hero's Journey story, but like everything is made of fucking puppets. And it's the sets are really cool. It's just really The well sets done are movie. made of puppets. The music is made of puppets. <laughs> yeah, The lights the are made, made of puppets. It's all just vaudeville. Uh, vaudeville little stick puppets um, lots of blackface <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I saw Ghost in the Shell 2.0 uh, is that um, what is that it's just kind of a remastered version of Ghost in the Shell but it, they added in digital uh, like CGI scenes like fully digitally rendered scenes um, and like it kind of I don't know. It it was strange to watch. I, I've seen the original as well. And there were parts where I was like, oh, yeah, that needed a CGI remapping. And then there were parts where I was like, that's that's stupid. They should re they need to not do that with that scene, because like I was fine. What it's even cooler the way it was animated already. And I'm fine watching it like like that. That's fine. Um, I don't know. Ghost in the Shell is one of my favorite uh, anime films, and uh, I think it's really good at uh, going into the theories about humanity and and artificial intelligence. It's very, it's a very good movie. If you haven't seen it and you're not into anime, Ghost in the Shell is a great place to start. I'm not really into anime. I would give Ghost in the Shell the movie a 9, and I would probably give Ghost in the Shell 2.0 still a 9. If I had to change it, it would be an 8.5. Just know the CGI scene, some of the CGI scenes are good. Some of them don't do anything to serve the movie. (laughs) I saw the original Ghost in the Shell, and I thought that it was really cool, but I also felt like I don't know. It just seemed like such a big idea and it felt like there was like it was lacking substance in some way because there's like so many ideas going on. It's like in the future and there's like robots who have like in- artificial intelligence and where's that intelligence coming from and all this shit. And I think like it's done well, but I was sort of like I want to be I want to see more from this world, you know? And not a shitty Scarlett Johansson remake of this. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I haven't seen the remake, but you everyone blame, said it's bad. You can't blame the the movie for the remake. Yeah, well, we I'm saw not it with a friend. You, you, we saw it with a friend who uh, just had seen the Scarlett Johansson movie. He had not seen the original, and he, before going into the the original movie, he kept saying. Uh, he was like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. He went, he, we kept asking him. He was like, before the movie started, he was like, yeah, the re- the remake is awesome, actually. Then we, like, started the movie, went into a couple, like, quarter way through the movie. He was like, yeah, I mean, the movie's still good, but it just doesn't have these, like, themes. The, the, the remake is good. It just doesn't have the original's themes. Jake is showing me the major's boobs right now <laughs> on a... On a Google screen. Uh, And then, like, you know, closer to, like, the end of the movie, we asked him again, and he was like, he was like, yeah, this is way better. The remake fucking sucks. They just kind of want Scarlett Johansson to just kick ass, but they don't go at all into the philosophical theories that this movie goes into. And 
Yeah, even by the end of the movie, he admitted that the original is much better than the remake. But I haven't seen the remake. I've heard this it's a is, fun movie. This Not is really good. weird. The Ghost in the Shell 2.0, it totally changes like the color palette of the movie. Oh, like the original really? movie is really blue and green. Here, let me show you real quick. Well, I maybe it was like, just because it was on Blu-ray. But... The original movie is really green and blue, and then the remake, all this shit is like way more orange. Oh yeah, that's the CGI stuff. Uh, yeah. But it's like everything, like all this, everything that's more orange is the remake. Yeah, I will. Okay, well, I didn't notice that either. But um... that's a really weird. I don't know about that. That's a weird take. I'd say, well, the the animation looks a lot crisper and cleaner. I then in that case, if they re, if they just re, if they changed everything, including just the drawn animation, then I would say Ghost in the Shell 2.0 is better than the original one because it's just like it's just it's a lot crisper and cleaner. Judging by those photos. And it's brighter. Just depends on what kind of movie going experience. It's literally the exact same movie with different visuals. Um, Jake, what, are you, what else are you going to talk about? Uh, I experienced Black Mirror Bandersnatch. God damn it. I was telling my friend that I wanted to do that and he didn't do it. And then I never got the chance to. I think it'd probably be better on your own. Honestly, Darren. Yeah, I did it. And you're not arguing. Yeah, and it's just I did it on my own at like three thirty, which I think is the best three thirty a.m. Which I think okay, is I thought so <laughs> the best time to watch Black Mirror because like, you're tired and and vulnerable. Yeah. Okay, good to know. And I mean, I guess it's the best time to just watch like horror in general. But Black Mirror, there's something about like the realness of some of it that it like really gets to me at that those times yeah but anyway uh i was a little disappointed with bandersnatch i thought that bandersnatch banderhouse rules okay yeah yeah uh i just i thought that they'd do a little bit more with it because i like black mirror i think that it's really cool we talked about it on the show before and i just thought like There'd be a little bit more to it all. I don't know, yeah. Darren. You should do it, and we'll talk about it. Well, I was going to do it with my friend. I'm glad you mentioned that it is better alone. Now I will I will probably do it tonight. I'll pro- I, I want to do either that or Bird Box tonight. Maybe I'll do both. I don't oh. know. I got a lot of jobs to apply to uh, <laughs> tonight. But, uh, uh, yeah, I wanted to do it with my, with my friend. What do we do instead? Watch the original fucking Jumanji movie. <laughs> Isn't even like honestly, I like the newer Jumanji movie better, and he got mad at me when I said that. And uh, we're our relationship is strained now. Oh, Darren, I just remembered one more thing I got for Christmas. I don't think we've ever talked about this before, but I got the soundtrack to Call Me by Your Name. I don't think we've ever talked about that movie on the show before. Have we covered that? Yeah, I don't think we have. What is that movie? Uh, it's just a beautiful story about two beautiful people in a beautiful part of the world in a beautiful time in history. Aquaman? Oh, is it Aquaman? No, because the story's good. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Did you get it on vinyl? You said you got it on vinyl? Or what? I didn't, I said I got the soundtrack, but I did get it on vinyl, yes. Nice. If I throw this perfectly and I hit the power button, it might actually start playing. Should I try? Try it out. I'm going to be the fucking Fonz 2.0. Oh, shit. (laughs) I did not sound good. I hit the disc. It looks like it scratched. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. He just hit his vinyl Call Me By Your Name soundtrack disc. Hey, Darren. Yeah. Should we, like, pick a favorite movie of 2018? I think we should. You can go first. I can go first, thank you. <laughs> um, I uh, I was thinking about this pretty hard. It's it it is a difficult thing to come up to uh, answer. I think my favorite movie of 2018 might be Eighth Grade. 
Yeah, see, I was, I was going to say that, so I should have gone first. Okay. <laughs> well, you can have the same favorite movie um, as me. I'm looking through a list right now. Uh, we can do we can do like a top five. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do a top five right now though. Just off the yeah, dome. Yeah, we we can do it later. Um. Oh, another movie I saw: Holmes and Watson. Trash. I heard it was awful. I heard Straight it was trash. Terrible. Yeah. Oh man. Are you gonna rate Holmes and Watson? Oh, uh, like f- fucking zero out of ten. Trash. Really? Well, come on. Can't so no. Give it I one. mean, yeah. I I'll give it like a one they, and a half. They made a they made a opening credit scene. Like I know, Darren. The I get it. I get it. I'll give it like a one and a half because there was like a couple jokes I laughed at. Um. Oh, Isle of Dogs came out this year. That was a very good movie. I'm gonna go with. Eighth grade is my rough number one, and then I'm gonna go through the movies that came out last year, and I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna do some tabulations, and I'm gonna figure it out closer. I think I will do the same. Next but week, I... make sure you come back so that Darren and I can put all our movies together in a list and give them out to you. Take take our movies and um, with food. Listen to this podcast with food. Um, Get yourself Jake, a Goya wrap it up. Guana Banana. Guana Drink banana. it. And it's just Guanabana. Nah, dude. The, the Spaniards always add extra syllables. Uh, All right. The only thing as smooth as this Guanabana is our sweet audio feed. Jake and Jake's just making it smoother, much smoother. Uh, he's ribbing it. He's ribbing it now. The um, only thing smoother than that is Darren's baby soft hands. Uh, <laughs> they look fake, but they're real. Um, so let's let's get this. Let's wrap this puppy up, Jake. I think we've been going for quite a while now. I don't even know how long, but quite a while. Um. What are you? What are your final thoughts? My final thought. Final thoughts are: 2018 was a pretty good movie for years. In 2019, so far, not shaping up too well. But that's because shitty movies come out around this time of the year. Yeah, the, uh, apparently 2019 is the year with the most superhero movies ever, which also could be the year that kills superhero movies. People's love for superhero movies just with oversaturation. Yeah, so we'll see. Um. I am looking forward to Infinity War 2, though. Endgame looks awesome. You already know me. You already know how much of a Marvel fanboy your boy is. You already know how much Jake hates Marvel. And Jake just said he's looking forward to Avengers 4. So, uh, look forward to that. Um, I want to make something clear. I don't hate Marvel. I hate... I hate anything under the Disney umbrella. Okay, so just Marvel. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, Jake, do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything coming out? Not a thing. Really? Okay. I, I think I'm going to try to work on a web series over the summer, so stay tuned for that. Nice, nice. What about you, Darren? I do. I, uh, I have a show, if you're listening to this, in Los Angeles area. I will be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank at, I believe, uh, 7 p.m.? I think it's 7 p.m. at um, 7.30 p.m. in the Yoohoo Room. Um, it's a birthday show, and we're going to be having a lot of fun. And then I have hey, another Darren show Hone. in the Ice Darren, House. Give them a date for that. My give them a date for that one. Didn't I already say January 14th? I'm no, sorry. Sir. Monday, January 14th. Monday, January 14th. That, that's, I knew that was what I was missing. Uh, yeah, Monday, January 14th. But yell at me some more, Darren. This probably might not be out by then, but we'll see. That's why I'm saying it. And then uh, March 31st, me and Walter Booth are on a showcase together at the Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, shit. Uh, 
that's that's at uh, total reunion closet 7, 7 p.m and uh we're gonna be having a good time with that too if you follow me on instagram hit me up because uh, i don't think i'm gonna be blowing up by then probably so i probably won't get that many messages so i'll probably be able to manage it if you dm me for tickets let me know and uh oh i do have one thing to say Taylor Swift, if you're out there, I had a dream about you last night. I've never thought about you before, but hit me up. Dreams can't be wrong. Jake, this leaves us with a a pretty big predicament. Uh, Our 2018 end of show slogan was, of course, Doctor Strange New. Are we going to use the the year to change that or are we going to use the next avengers movie to change that um i mean i think we gotta roll with it until end game right i think so yeah i think we gotta roll with it we're not ready to change it yet folks stay tuned until i guess Endgame what we should have been saying this entire time is that dr strange knows and then when end game comes out and they're like dr strange knew we should then we should have changed it yeah well we're idiots so um Jake, you wanna you wanna sign us out? You got anything to say? Uh, I had something that I was really passionate about, but I can't remember what it is. So fuck it. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're out there, Taylor, seriously, just email me or hit me up on Instagram or something. I'll get, get back to show. you eventually. Yeah, get on the show with us. Talk well, as I have bit. said, I do not care about your music or you as a person. I just had a dream about you. Yeah, you don't even if if we invite you on the show, you don't even need to be in one of our rooms. We just need to f- FaceTime you and then you get on the show. Anyway, Dr. Strange now. Bye. Bye.